love letter listeners. It's getting to be that time of year again. Almost full. Or as hot as bloody blazes during the day. As soon as that sun goes down, it's time to build yourself a nice bonfire. Sit back. Relax. Crack one. Listen to a story or two. Tell a story or two. If you've got one, we've got a link for you. You can record your story directly to Anchor's site, and even if this episode is already published, which it will be, I can add your story after publishing. As a note to any listeners with children, or if you're at work, this episode will have some adult content and some adult language. Oh my god. So I don't know how, how, how has it taken me this long? I have lived in Virginia for at least 25 years. And now I finally realized the only places in the 757 where there are strip clubs also happens to be exactly where all the bases are. Now, when you get out of the 757, um, I'm thinking like Richmond specifically, you then start seeing your strip clubs in, I don't know, places that they refer to as like over the bridge. But then again, like Richmond is a city, so they're not limited to over the bridge type places, but they're, (laughs) I mean, when I think about it, The one in the city is, like, legitimately under a bridge, so. So, my story starts about over a decade ago. I believe I was in third grade, okay? I was going on a field trip, right? In Virginia Beach, it's pretty often that the schools out here get to go on field trips because we have kind of a lot of money to spend in our public school system. Point being, on our third grade trip, we ended up going to the Virginia Natural Sciences Museum in Newport News. On the way there, I had found that I had started to get stomach cramps. And worse and worse it was getting as we were approaching the HRBT. If you're not from here, that's the Hampton Road Bridge Tunnel. It always has traffic. Always. So by the time we get onto this bridge tunnel, there's already a lot of traffic. My little tiny guts start to churn and burn and spit horrible namesakes at me and is laughing at me because I'm trying to contain myself as a third grader on this bus in the middle of all my peers, making sure that I don't lose my shit everywhere, quite literally. So as we're stuck in traffic, it comes to a dead stop. One of the chaperones on the bus sees me, sees that I'm in agony. She looks back and says, let it go. 
And so, in front of all my peers on that bus, in the middle of that traffic, I shit myself. Finally, not too long after that, the traffic obviously clears up. We make it to the museum and none other than my own mother, who was at the front of the bus at the time, who could not make it back to me, was a chaperone, managed to actually take me to the bathroom. But we couldn't just go to the bathroom. We had to, you know, she was a chaperone, so we had to get off all the girls too. So I ended up going to the girls' room first. Reeking of shit. Down my thighs. Finally, we make our way to the front entrance where we're trying to find Lost and Found to see if there were any pants that some other child could have possibly, on some fateful day before me, left their pants clean. Obviously, there was not. So, we managed to get to the bathroom. I throw all of my belongings away. And I have to wait there while my loving mother labors over rinsing out shit stains, clods even, from his son's pants. Only for me to put them back on and return with my peers and third grade students moments later. That is my Virginia story. Thank you very much. Dragonfly Motel, James River. When I was 14, I went on my first camping trip. Full-on tents in the woods, hours from home, nestled somewhere along the Blue Ridge Highway. We pitched our tent in the only spot left at the site. It was a 10 by 10 patch of lawn tilted to an exact 45 degree angle. Three of us teenage girls stuffed into a tent in Virginia's August heat at an angle. The little sleep we got was full of a symphony of the horniest crickets I've ever heard. And we all woke up crunched into a ball at the end of our sleeping bags to the point that the weight of us on <laughs> one end of the tent tore the anchor out of the down out of the ground and we were sliding at breakneck speed toward the tent at the bottom of the hill. How's that for a rude awakening? It was such a gorgeous place, but I felt like... I felt like a lox without a bagel. Empty and alone. Just kidding. We were on a youth group trip, and every night a group of teens would share an emotional... Or more often, robotic testimonial about their connection to God. Which is, a, you know, if that's your thing, good for you. You know, I'm all down for spiritualism. I'm not so into organized religion, and I'm not going to tell you... Whose church I was visiting? Oh, look! Oh, great! It's jet noise! I'm so glad you guys are here to experience this! Check this out! What you've all been waiting for! And there's another one! Go, Blue Angels, go! So where was I? All right, the testimonials. So having connection to God is great and beautiful. I just have a very different perspective on religion and spirituality. I was just listening and stuffing my face on all the burritos at the burrito bar, trying to get high off sterno vapors, you know. Just kidding. I was a good kid till about sophomore year of high school. 
I was actually a model citizen. They wanted me in this thing called the leadership wor workshop, which always happened around my birthday. And I was like, you really think I want to hang out with my peers who are not my friends on my birthday when I could be eating nachos with my family shooting the shit? Weirdos. No, I mean, leadership is great, you know? That's, that's a quality we want to see in everybody. Anyway, I've always been a bit of a loner, and that week I had the experience of my life floating down the James River. The August sun burned so hot the river was easily 88 degrees Fahrenheit. The little falls in the river sent me off for a several mile float, remote from the congregation. <laughs> I start to fall asleep and then I hear a low buzz in the distance that starts to perk my ears, and I open my eyes to a gorgeous swarm of colorful dragonflies. There was a literal quilt of dragonflies in the air. One by one, they began to couple up and rather than get drowned in the act, I became the hippest, hottest, sexiest dragonfly motel or the dragonfly float in the James River Parade. I suppose I could say that was my miraculous experience on my friend's youth group trip Especially when I, some years later, I came to learn that dragonflies bite, and it hurts. Thankfully, I was spared. You know, in hindsight, I think that might have also been my first and only orgy. I mean, I, I didn't participate. I guess I was a, more of a voyeur for the dragonfly copulation. Thanks for listening, and remember to follow Love Letters to Virginia podcast on Instagram, Love Letters to Virginia on TikTok. By the way, the Love Letters to Virginia website is officially up, so if you are looking for any updates or if you want to find the easiest way to connect with me to be on the show, go to lovelettersvirginia.com. Thank you.